Yeah, but dude, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm in Boston, the best city in the world. Uh, okay, I'll take, but whatever. We'll start with them. <laughs> wait, we're not at Bridgestone Academy right now. Wait, this isn't Bridgestone Academy? Oh, wait a second, bro. Wait. Hit a pen heavy in the on a Eddie. I got run no, okay, guys, what's up? We're at a new studio. It's dope. Uh, Joe, thoughts on the new studio? Actually, we did a little video. We just did a little MTV we tour. MTV tour. Um, so I'll show you guys that right now. All right, guys, this is our new studio. It's pretty dope. So I was going to give you guys a little tour right there. First thing you guys got to check out. <laughs> Yo, what's up, guys? MTV studio tour. MTV studio tour. Give us a little tour. Um, the wall. And here's the other wall. The speakers. Those are actually, kind of, yeah. the speakers are sty. They are sty. Um, this is a stand. I don't know who put that there. That's Dan. The setup, um, the setup, the setup is unreal. The setup's really right good. Get that. Get that. The setup's nice. Check out the mics. I think the mics Three are Three mics right here in case mics. we need a... Uh, nice mics. Not in case we want a guest. I don't know. What, what is he talking, talking about? This mic is unreal. Yeah, this flag. Shout out. out pictures only. Shout out pictures only. And we yeah. got a yo. If you guys got anything you want to send us, we got walls, man. Send all of it. Send all of us. All of it. We'll, we'll put it everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Just everywhere. send everything. Great upgrade. And now we're gonna actually film the episode. So back to the podcast. Thanks, past me. Um. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, yo, yeah. Great tour by me. So, yeah. We're in the studio right now. It's crazy, right? So we're in Boston. You know, great city. Awesome. I don't know if it's the best thing. I don't really. I haven't traveled it up. Is. But with that said, it's a beautiful city. Fenway Park is right over there. You guys can probably see it now. Fenway Park is right <laughs> over there. Uh, it's dope. We're going to have a lot of content planned for the summer. I told you guys, like, you know, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're about it. Doing so, um, it. yeah, we got a lot of stuff to do. You guys saw from the title. We got the Aiden McIntyre interview. Aiden's been my guy for a while. He's had a really, he had a really dope velo transformation that I totally forgot. Like, he went from, like, 85 to 97 in like two Jesus. and a half years Imagine something like that, that. you'll see it in the title but yeah so he's the man that's crazy he makes dude. content he's a content guy and he's that, a good dude so we'll get into that that'll be the second half of this uh podcast like you guys you saw we've been doing it so it'll be the second half but the first half we got some hot takes from you guys and that's it we're just gonna do some hot takes and then oh oh wait a second i have a giveaway oh wait i oh man you know what's sick? I actually have Yo, the 95 on this get on the radar. What's the giveaway, Dan? I have a 95 pocket radar giveaway. Look at the 95 yeah, from Caleb. That's from Caleb yesterday, our, our catcher who did pull downs. Look, Joe, you hit 95. Yes. Yeah, but we're doing a pocket radar giveaway, so I'm, I'm partnered with my guys over at Pocket Radar. They gave me two to give away. That's dope as fuck. One is going to be for podcast listeners only. So halfway through or some way in the middle of this podcast, I'm going to tell you guys how to enter the giveaway. It's going to be between probably like the 7 and 11 minute mark. I'll just say seven, that. 7 yeah. uh, Maybe I'm wrong. I'll, I'll update it on the screen. I don't want to like screw you guys over, but I want to make sure it's for podcast listeners right, only. Like right. I want to make sure, right. you know, the boys, the boys, Get You're not the, just hopping on. Yeah. I'm not oh, just hopping yeah, right, on. Right, right. So I got two to give away. I'm doing that video with Pocket Radar next week. You guys will see that. It's like a, a stalker versus Pocket Radar review, which will be really dope with those guys. Um, so yeah, they give me one to give away. So to join the Pocket Radar giveaway, all you got to do is follow the steps that will be halfway through this video. Uh, so we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, first of all, let's uh, let's get to some hot takes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get some yeah, hot takes in Boston. Takes. Bryce Harper's underrated. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. That's such bullshit, bro. I like, like that <laughs> one because so many people think he's overrated. He is. So here's my thing, dude. I'm not saying he's un he's underrated, overrated, whatever. I just I'm I'm so like positive, and I just think like even if statistically like whatever OPS, WAR, blah blah blah, you can get into the the real like saber metrics of it. I just think if someone's good for baseball, I like them and yeah, I'm rooting right, for them. Right. Same with like a Stroman, Shohei. You were saying yeah. like maybe they're overrated statistically. I don't really know, but because I don't really pay attention to that stuff. But I pay attention to like 
culturally for uh, baseball. Is Barry Sarber good for baseball? He is. He yeah. Is. So in my kid, I can't call him overrated. Right. I just can't. You can't. I can. But he is. He probably. Is. Right. I don't he know. Is. Like I don't know. He is. Yeah. He's a fucking great player. Like I'm a huge fan of his. Great fucking player. But it's like, dude, like, how can you even sit here and tell me he's overrated? But it's like the LeBron thing where it's like he was the chosen one, so it's like you have to literally fulfill all expectations and more to just live up to the hype. Right. Like LeBron was literally on. Like just like Harper was on Sports Center or ESPN, whatever Sports Illustrated, when he was like 16 yep. years old. So it's like you should probably be you have to be the greatest alt of all time to even just live up he to that. To so I mean he's amazing. He's yeah. a god given. Wow, he's like so good. And watching, have you ever seen his swing in like a cage, like taking BP in a cage? Dude, he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. The ball so just makes saying he's underrated ways. is is blasphemy. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's hard to be underrated when you're that rate overrated. You know, well, it's I like, don't know. dude, like MLB is. I think MLB does a terrible job with their media, right? But everything that posts is Bryce Harper, Shohei, all that. So I mean, if you're getting posted by MLB, bro, that's when you know, like, underrated, dude. That's just. I think he's. I think he's great. I think. I, think, he's awesome. I honestly think he's perfectly rated. Yeah. I think he's perfectly, perfectly rated. rated. All right, cool. He's there. perfectly rated. He won or bust is a horrible mindset to have. Yeah, I was. Yeah. T- who was I talking to about that yesterday? There's a kid I know from my from my area who's going to U Tampa. He committed to U Tampa. I think he might have been the one saying the D one or bust mindset because he's. I mean, he was like, yeah. Then I went down to Tampa and realized how good the kids are down there. He's a great pitcher. Like he's a stud, but he could have played D one, but he, he just chose. He likes Florida, kind of like literally what we've been talking about all year. And he committed to U Tampa, so I think he might have been saying that to me. But yeah. what do you think? I think that it's a terrible mindset to have. I think me and you both have had that mindset at times, and, I, and, it, and it puts you in the, I'm stuck in this one position where I'm only looking at certain schools, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know for me, like, you get an email from a school, a great school when I look back at it, but at the time I was like, eh, like, yeah. really? But, like, now it's like, if you think about it, if you were just, the school, the quality of baseball, I mean, it's all, it all goes hand in hand, but it's not just about D1. Like, it really isn't just about D1. If you just go for D1, you're not going to really, you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. Depends on your priorities, right? right so, exactly. yeah, we've talked about this before, but, like, you know, if you want to play D1 baseball, then, oh, okay, yeah, then yeah. D1 or bust. Okay, right. that's your thing. <laughs> sure. That's your thing. All right, sure. But if you want to get better at baseball or you want to win games or go to a really good academic yeah. school, blah, 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 like, it's, you just got to make a, you literally should just sit down and make a list of, like, yeah. I remember I did NCSA, and NCSA definitely was probably a waste, was a definite waste, waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> but they did this one thing that I liked to kind of categorize schools for you. They had six categories that you had to choose by most important. So that. it was yes, like yep. location, yep. Fin- financial, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, talent level, divi- whatever, division, all that stuff. So that was, and then it kind of gave you a list of like, okay, well, this school, because you said location was good, even though this is a D3 in Florida, yep. you want to be in Florida right. or whatever. So. Right. I think that's something to think about. A lefty throwing 90 is better than a righty throwing mid-high 90s? Depends. Nah, dude. Come on. Mid-high 90s. So we're saying lefty throwing 90 versus righty 95 to 97. It depends. It, dude, it depends. It depends. But I just, I'm on, I'm a big, like, Hard look. Hard guy. Like, I think Velo is just, just because I know, like, th- there's, like, a correlation. There's a, some chart out there. I would try to find a picture of it where it's just, like, it's pretty simple. The higher the velo, the harder the pitch is to hit. Like just yeah, pretty but, simple, pretty linear. But obviously, there's so many more factors. But with that said, at some point, like 97. I know you like your 97. 97, dude. Like that's so dude, hard. Look at MLB, bro. Not everyone. Not everyone's on 97. The better, right. better pitchers with lefties throwing 90, 92, whatever it is, just because they hit their spots and their their right. movement is crazy. I think that I would rather have a consistent pitcher. With 92 lefty that's throwing off speed junk and it's all moving around and it's consistent rather than a 97 guy who just throws 97, you know? See, like I think of it from like my perspective, like would I rather 
throw. Yeah, 90. exactly. So it's so like I guess I mean, it's easy for me to be like, I think it's, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a lot different. And you're a hitter, so you're like, what would you rather face? Like, yeah, a flat nine. I'd rather face flat nine, dude. If you if you're facing like a, a lefty a lefty starter in MLB who is throwing ninety two yeah. and it's just dancing That's all scary. over the place because you don't know what you're getting. No you're idea. Like, you have no yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. ninety seven, you know that he's going to favor the fastball and he's going to you can just try to time the fastball. I'm not saying it's it's not easy to hit, but it's like it's not necessarily. It's I'd rather face that than fucking ninety two. Yeah, I'm pretty much just thinking like, what would I rather be? Okay, here's one we talked about before. Velo is purely genetic. I disagree because I think I've seen some dude. I've seen guys. There was a guy named Austin Atwood. I remember who he went to Alcorn State. He like did all this transferring stuff. He doesn't. I don't think he plays baseball anymore. But he's a big social media guy. And he went from like 77 to 98 at you know 190, Just grinded. He was a big Dr. Heenan guy. Um, so I, you know it's hard for me to say Velo is purely genetic because it's yeah. not. Like you, you grinders, bro. But like a hundred is very genetic, you know what I mean? Like if you, t- you not everyone can throw a hundred. Yeah, I think it's like ninety percent genetics, bro. But it, I'm not saying you're born and all of a sudden you're like you're you're whatever and you're throwing that hard. It's like if you you could work just as hard as someone else and maybe they throw ninety five just because right. they're genetics, you know? Like I think just, some people's ceiling is like eighty five. Yeah, right? exactly. Genetically, That's what I mean. so I think that yeah. ge- genetics is going to take you to the next level. Chase Petty was like crafted in a lab, like physically, like he's genetic. Right. The, he's the perfect right. thrower genetically. Right. Like right. that's how it, uh, right. amazing mobility. Not too tall, but like right. tall and not like tall. Still, he's like six yeah. two, crazy strong, crazy mobile, and just just whip, just whip beyond. Genetics, genetics. Go hard, go hand in hand with the hard work. It always does. Yeah. I think with everything. But if you're genetically blessed to throw hard, you're gonna figure it out, and you're gonna throw hard if you work hard. So mm-hmm. That's what I think it comes down to. D Storm's the best YouTuber. I didn't tell anyone to say that. Someone said that he is. Yo, he told you to say that, bro. No, he no. is. Brandon, thank you, Brandon. Shout out, Brandon. Brandon I'm putting this paid, part in. I know, I know he. I'm paid putting you this part in the that. podcast because I love you. Brandon, I know he paid you to say that, dude. On that note, I kind of want to announce how to enter the Pocket Radar giveaway. I think that's, I think, uh, I think we're Yo, about you to. Like, you should put like an alarm right now. Yeah, pocket Radar giveaway. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to do a Pocket Radar giveaway. The only thing you have to do to enter for my podcast listeners, if you're watching the video on YouTube, just it's pretty simple. Just go comment in the, in the comments. And if you're on Spotify, just hop over to the YouTube video. Do the same thing. Comment in the comments. Where you guys are listening from, like state, I'm just interested to see like geographically, like where our people are from and a hot take you have about baseball. So any, and we might even answer those in a video. So it kind of works out because we get some content. And definitely the winner. We yeah. should definitely answer theirs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll answer the winner. Oh, that's a great idea. So the winner will do a random uh, comment generator. And so, yeah. So hot take and then comment uh, where you're from. And that, that's how you enter. So I'll put that on the screen. So that's really it, man. Just comment, you know, just comment. I, and then we'll do a random comment generator. And then uh, if you do a double, it won't really work if you do a double comment because I can filter that out. But it'll help the engagement of the video. Yeah, so, so do it. So, do it. <laughs> so comment as much as you want. Thank you, Pocket Radar, for you know, allowing us to do this. I'm very fired up. And um, a lot more giveaways to come. We might even get a promo code soon. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's a great start, bro. Like, Pocket Radar, dude. I just want to help the people out, bro. I mean, this is great because, hel- dude, I've gotten so many comments and DMs about Pocket Radar, so I'm excited to help you guys out with that, man. But um, we're going to do a lot more in the future. If we don't win, I'm sorry, but, like, we're going to do again. way more. Try again. We're going <laughs> to do, do way more in the future. Don't even worry about that. Promo codes, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, man. Thank you guys for supporting the channel. Let's get to 10K. Um, this is really in celebration of 10K on Instagram, and I'm already at 15K. Woo! So. That's kind of cool. Follow Joe, too. Yo, follow me at JoseNorth0. I mean, I'm trying to get my followers up. Lame. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But either way, man, thank you guys for listening. We're going to hop over to the Aiden McIntyre interview right now. Um, But, dude, how was your first pod in the stew? My first pod in the stew. I'm hot as fuck. However, that's already been known. I think it's because the AC isn't really on yet because this is, like, the first hot day. No, I was just saying I'm hot. First hot day of the year. I'm not, like, actually, like, hot physically. I'm, like, Oh, like, attractive? I'm, like, attractive. Oh, okay, yeah. I just wanted to tell everybody that. Everyone already knew that. Yeah, it's be a studio for the foreseeable future, uh, probably at least three and a half months. At least, yeah. um, 
And then our other studio will be Fenway Park, which is kind of sick. Like, we, we in Fenway doing in stuff. In Fenway doing stuff. Um, Check that out. Big things to come. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. We're going to hop over to, like I said, the Aiden interview. But, uh, man, it's been, it's been fun. So let's been keep fun. it going. I'm just pushing. I'm just trying to not even look back. I'm just trying. Boom. Just boom. 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 Right. But yeah, all right, thank you guys. Let's go. Let's hop over to the interview. Man, like, who's Aiden McIntyre? What are you What are you up to? Um, I'm a minor leaguer with the Oakland Athletics and um, also do a lot of kind of baseball content um, similar to you. So, like, from a YouTube page to I've done – I've been a, a driveline instructor. Um, so, I do a lot, of, a lot of baseball stuff, and I'm currently rehabbing from a ulnar nerve transposition surgery. Uh, so getting had that in February and I should hopefully be out for a season, uh, this July. So that's what I'm doing as a, like in baseball and then outside of baseball, I have a lot of other kind of interests and stuff that I like to do because baseball is a lot of my time, but there's a lot of things outside of it too. So. Yeah, man. I mean, that's kind of where content comes into play. And I know, I mean, I've seen your Instagram, you're all over NFTs. I've seen that you're doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, the NFT collect, just a bunch of weird stuff, weird stuff, dope. especially for like baseball players, but yeah, yeah uh, but it's so. good to expand. Like, you're more than just a baseball player. It's good to like expand into yeah. like just yeah. different stuff. Yeah. So where are you right now in your career? Just for people who don't know, like where are you playing at? What was your, uh, where are you at right now? Yeah. So I spent, um, last season, uh, 2021 in a split time between, uh, Lance, I spent most of the season though in uh, Midland, Texas, which is the Athletics AA affiliate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was at the AA level last year. I uh, had a de- pretty decent season, ran some arm stuff, which we got taken care of this off season through surgery. Um, but hopefully, spending this year just kind of working my way up through AA, uh, AAA um, will be kind of, is kind of like the next. Uh, next i guess levels to progress through i forget what the actual numbers were but i know you had a pretty nasty nasty in a good way velo progression like but what was your velo transformation like from it was something to something big like 97 i just remember yeah so my um i made a video about it a few months ago Mm -hmm. um talking about kind of velo progression um and the part of that was why i became a trainer at driveline was working through them but yeah pretty much my uh senior year high school i was uh Topping out at like 78. I wasn't a pitcher. I was a position player. Yeah. Um, but I was like 78 was like my perfect game below that I had <laughs> as a senior. Um, and then pretty much like my freshman year of college, I was throwing low 80s. Um, sophomore year. So like my freshman year of college, I went from throwing probably like 80, 83, 82. I honestly don't even really remember. I just know it was slow. <laughs> um, and then by my um, senior year of college, I was touching – uh, 94, 95, sitting usually like 92, 93. So from freshman year till then, I mean, close to 10 to 12 miles. And then from even like my my junior year of college at Holy Names, I was um, kind of like 85 to 88 guy. I think I like I touched 90, um, but it wasn't like consistently throwing 90. I probably threw 90 like the first game of the year and then my velo just like downhill mm-hmm. the rest right. of the year. So even my senior year going, I was like from 85 to 90 range. Senior year was mostly like 90 to 95. Wow. So pretty big, pretty big jumps um, throughout that time. Yeah. So what do you attest that big jump to? Like drive, I know you're a big driveline guy. What do you think was the yeah. biggest thing that got you there? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it, like um, driveline for me was kind of that like unlock of finding out all this information. Cause I just didn't know, like I was a baseball player, baseball fan, but I didn't know about like the whole like movement efficiency and like I and also at the same time I just like I was a your generic college baseball player I was playing college baseball I was having fun um I was kind of doing school I was kind of like taking it seriously 
Um, and then after my junior year was when I really got into like intensely kind of seeing it as like the whole, like, this is going to be done in a year if I don't change. Um, so for me, it was finding driveline. That was kind of that, uh, perfect timing because I do think that, um, driveline's a lot more than just velo and like just weighted balls. And so that's where, I mean, I still work with them. Um, I haven't gone to this off season cause of surgery and everything. Um, but I do owe a ton of my, uh, progression to them. Cause I think without them, I think I was looking for all the answers and everything. And I was looking in all the right places, but I didn't have any of the, uh, any of the answers. And luckily uh, they were able to kind of help me, um, transition. Cause I think the first day I got to drive on, I was that summer after my junior year and my like initial bullpen, I touched 90, which was like really good for me. I was kind of surprised. And then yeah, I think yeah. by the time I left there, I got to like 92, kind of plateaued the entire off season and then spring hit and uh, in-game adrenaline and the velo came. So. so you think the biggest motivating factor was the fact that like, hey, if I don't gain this five miles an hour, eight miles an hour, like my career's done. Did you just love the game and you wanted to keep playing? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people love the game, but um, that's the whole like, I think, like motivation and like drive are significantly different things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you you like probably see it in like through high school baseball. There's a lot of seniors who like really want to play baseball and maybe they just don't go into college. But even that like transition once you get into college, I mean, you'll see it all four years every year. Like there's like at least 10 guys on your roster who are probably never playing baseball again. And for me, that was like, I kind of took it seriously my junior year. Cause like all my buddies were seniors and like, they were all getting ready to like work regular jobs. And, right. and I was like, damn. And I think, so I think for me, it wasn't necessarily like, I thought, I felt like I had to prove um, to myself and everybody that kind of put confidence in me um, and like, helped me over time that like I was at least if I was going to fail out, I was going to go at it a hundred percent because I definitely hadn't gone at it um, to that intensity, like level that I really, you really need to be at unless you're just like super talented. So I guess what would their biggest advice be to someone obviously like achieve their goals and stuff, but just like to get on that path towards like constant progression and then just moving forward from there. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to like the whole, like really, what do you want? Um, and being very clear on that. I think that, like in high school, a lot of people are very focused on baseball and like you kind of get to college and there's just, there's a lot of other things like people get into. I mean, from either partying or like school or a relationship, like a lot of different things. And so I don't think it's like bad to choose any of those other things necessarily, but you can't have it both ways. You don't get to say that this is like the one thing that you want and treat it like the fifth thing on your list. So I think that like, once you decide that this is your thing, I think it makes everything pretty easy because then technically like most of your day should be wrapped around how can, how are you getting better at this one thing? Um, And I do think like, I to some extent, I mean, it's going to, you're going to be weird. You're going to kind of stand out in like um, that way. But the whole, like, if this is what you're saying you want, then that's most likely um, kind of almost like reinforcement that that's actually what you're doing. Like, I mean, so it was like my senior year, I came back after that summer and like, I was always, I was super close with all of our team, was always like partying, had fun with everyone. And then like, I got back and like, I was going to bed at eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I was I, up yep, at 30 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. I still go, now I go to bed at eight too, but, yep. um, but it was so weird for everybody. Um, like I stopped drinking, um, didn't go out, like nothing. So I think it was uh, like, and it was very like odd for everybody at first. And then at some point they just kind of accepted it because that's like over time, if you prove, I think you just need to like prove it to yourself first 
And then other people kind of start to believe it too. Yeah, no, I can relate to that a lot. I was at school, I was the shoulder tube, long warm up, go to bed at 10 o'clock content video guy. Like that was, everyone knew me as like the guy who was very deliberate about my routine and my training. Yeah. And then the guy who made videos, which is kind of similar to what you do. Yeah. So I guess that's a good segue into content because you were talking about being unique and then having that, you believing in yourself, doing something different. So even in your own little, like in your own niche of baseball, you're even doing some like in professional baseball, you're doing something different by making those videos and pursuing content. So what's your big motivating factor? What kind of sparked your interest in, in all that stuff? I think that um, kind of got me into it was just thinking about what like I I would have wanted to watch if I was 12 years old, 14 years old, 16 years old, like even, even the whole like 21 years old. Um, when I was kind of looking for answers or looking for help, I, a lot of it began because like, I just kept getting asked the same questions and it's just kind of like over and over. So I was like, well, if I just make videos, then I can just send them the video. Um, which kind of segued into like my goal for content isn't ever to, I don't really have a goal for it to be anything huge. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not the guy who's going to walk around like recording everything. And like, especially within like pro ball, like people also get their space. But like what I want to do is at least like if I can help people through training videos, stuff like that. Um, and then also like baseball is a ton of fun. And I just like baseball does such a poor job branding how fun it is or mm -hmm. how entertaining players are, or like even just like what a day looks like. So yep. that was kind of when I realized that like fans and like other players want to actually watch like vlogs and stuff of like game days. And so kind of just wanting to make it an enjoyable and fun. And then at the end of it, I mean, if like kind of have something to look back on and kind of like document my time playing. Cause like, I mean, most guys don't make it into their thirties. Most guys don't make it past 35. So um, I know my time in the game is like limited, but I want to make sure that while I'm in it, I feel like I'm giving back to it and hopefully leaving it better than when I got into it. So I guess, I mean, you probably, you've kind of answered this one throughout the whole video, but I guess to sum it all up, why do you love baseball? I love baseball. I like right now, I love baseball for the competition and like the camaraderie that like working as a team, but also, I mean, to like be completely honest, like I like competing. Like if baseball, the whole, like if, if you weren't playing to win or if you weren't playing to like do better and like hopefully move up, like I wouldn't be playing. I wouldn't be playing for like, I don't, I have a love for the game, but like my love for the game has a capacity and like, this is my career, my life. And like, mm -hmm. obviously my leaders don't make money. So it's also another part of that is like doing this. Like, I mean, if you choose to do this, like you kind of have to go all in because you're not going to get paid. And then, so ideally you make it and then you make your money. And, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's just competing. Like I love as a pitcher competing versus that hitter. And it's like one versus one guys could be on base. It's not you versus the lineup. It's like you versus one guy and kind of just competing. So I would say that's like my personal favorite. I think I grew up like a huge baseball nerd, loved the stats, loved everything. And kind of like through time, um, I still love a lot of that stuff, but my ultimate favorite thing is competing and like getting that guy out. Yeah, that's I think, the same yeah. question of like, you know, if like what's like I've been asked too is like what's you know, what's your goal or mindset is like when you're pitching, and like my goal is to strike out every single hitter. Yeah, I don't want contact. Yeah, I'm never up there hoping that they hit the ball. For sure, man. So that's gonna do it. Anything else you want to um, say to people? I guess tell them where to follow you and all that stuff. So I put all your links and stuff in the description. But yeah, yeah what would want to say? I appreciate. It. I appreciate having me on. Um, and I think like I've communicated to you and your listeners like i think that what you're doing for um, baseball and content and kind of getting stuff out is, is pretty cool and like 
the coolest thing is I'm sure you're going to have somebody listens to this. Who's like been following you since like beginning. And like, the cool thing is like, if you continue to do this through college, like they kind of get to call it, like follow your whole journey. So yeah, just like keep up what you're doing and I'll be kind of checking it out and seeing hopefully you like Azusa. Um, they're good every year. So. Yeah. I'm excited, <laughs> dude. Yeah. But I think, I think you'll like it out there. So yeah, best of, best of luck out there. And I appreciate everybody for listening. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. That was great. That was that was really awesome. All right, that's going to do it with the Aiden interview. Hopefully you guys enjoy, and that's going to finish up the podcast. Yeah, big stuff in the works, guys. I mean, I'm not even just saying that. Like, big stuff in the works. I, yeah, we, I think that's like the third maybe podcast in a row we said that, and you guys were like, wait, wait. Oh, my card filled. Every single podcast, we've had some sort of technical difficulty. Yeah, it's never been easy. Every single one. Just know um, we started it from the bottom. I'm not going to wrap. Yeah, dude, no, it's wrap. Not. Let's wrap. Let's hear it. Yeah, but uh, all right. Thank you guys so much for watching the pod. Um, yeah, man. Let's uh, let's keep going. Let's keep, keep going. Riding. Keep, keep going, moving. Guys. Appreciate all the help. See you guys later. Peace. 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 Hit a pen and I pull up heavy in the layout on a Eddie. I got three rows run valley. In New Dios, not for belly. Stay that money, I for Perry. I shoot droppers, call me Larry. Then they ain't Yonkers, I need a Navy. Don't need a sponsor, already heaven. They calling me the main head to slow down.